Hello there and welcome back into the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. I'm your host, Sam Hind, and today I am so excited to be introducing you to a very special guest. Today, I've got the honor of interviewing the amazing Todd Hartley. You're going to love Todd. Todd is the rock star of remote selling, video marketing, and sales optimization. He is the CEO of the company Wirebuzz and one of the faculty speakers for Tony Robbins at Business Mastery, which is where I had the pleasure of meeting Todd for the very first time. Todd in this episode is going to share some of his strategies to help you grow your business through relationship marketing. And he's going to give some amazing tips on how to do this, no matter how big or how small your company is. This is a man whose strategies have earned his company, Wirebuzz, a spot on the Inc. 5000 list for one of the fastest growing privately held businesses in America. I am so honored to have Todd come in and speak to all of us about how to take some of these strategies, no matter how big or small your business is, to get amazing growth. And most importantly, he's going to talk about the importance and the power of building the all-important relationship. I know you're going to love this guy. I love this guy. And uh, he is, of course, going to drop a ton of golden nuggets in this episode. So you've got to get that pen and paper ready. Make sure you take down a ton of notes. And uh, I'm not going to speak anymore on this. I'm going to let you listen to the man himself. So I'm going to hand over, tune on into this interview, guys. I hope you love hearing from Todd as much as I did. Enjoy. Well, welcome back into the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast, everybody. I am so privileged and blessed today to be joined by an extraordinarily special guest, the awesome Todd Hartley. Thank you so much for joining us today, Todd. It is my pleasure, Sam. Super excited. I'm I'm really excited because I know a little bit about what you're going to be speaking into today, and I've had the absolute pleasure of seeing you present recently at the Business Mastery Seminar with Tony Robbins. And can I just say, uh, I like I, I took a lot of notes during this conference, but I feel like I needed another book for your presentation. <laughs> it was awesome seeing somebody get up on that stage and speaking to all the things that I believe in so much. And so I thought this guy, I've got to get him onto the podcast. So Todd, I want to hear a little bit about you, uh, Wirebars, your backstory. Our audience doesn't know you. So would you mind doing a little, telling a little bit about Todd Hartley? Yep. I own a digital marketing, video marketing, and sales optimization agency. And I just like to smush them all in together because Really, you can't get optimized sales today without using using tactics that transforms your website into your best salesperson. And you need video on the website in key areas because people are four times more likely to watch video. And then once you leverage that into your sales process, well, I think that's like one of your favorite kind of ice cream when you go to those places and you can get like Oreos and Reese's peanut butter cups and just kind of smush them all in. And I think there's like a term called marketing, which is like smart oh, sales that. and marketing smushed in together. And so I just think you get the best results when you 
borrow the best from both and deploy it inside of your business. And I know you asked for a little backstory, but um, I started a website in 1999. It was a news site. I was a talk show host on the number one station in Arizona in the US. And that um, news site went crazy viral. It generated 36 million visitors a year on zero advertising dollars and a career was born. I got hired by iHeartRadio to run digital for digital initiatives for seven of their largest nationally syndicated talk shows in the US and then opened up my own agency, Wirebuzz, to help companies convince and convert at faster rates. And that's what I'm getting fired up and excited about each and every day to help people do. Yeah, I love it. And you have done so much in this space. I I just want to ask how you go from there to where you are today with not only a successful company doing some amazing things, but finding yourself on a stage multiple times a year with tens of thousands of people a time at a Tony Robbins conference. I know it's bananas. So I just got chills when you said it, because even though I've been doing this for years, it still feels new and fresh to me. But you know, I grew up, Sam, struggling with attention and learning disabilities. And my grandfather who was a doctor in metaphysics, introduced me to the power of the mind and how I could overcome my limiting beliefs and my limitations and even my education issues. And so together we started, and this is right when Tony's first book came out, my grandfather and I started going through Tony's first book. And that material, I went through it so often that it became the owner's manual to my mind. And the next thing I knew a decade later, I had started, I graduated from college when the educator said that I would be lucky to graduate from high school. And then I just went on and had a storybook career. So then um, fast forward like 20 years into the future and I go to a Tony Robbins event. I would always listen. I married a girl who grew up on Tony Robbins material. And so whenever we get in the car together, we would play one of his audio books and talk about it together. But one day I was on a business trip and out of the blue found out that Tony Robbins was going to be there. So I delayed and stayed longer in Dallas. And I went to UPW and got reintroduced to this mentor in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I went to his next event right after business mastery and after business mastery, my company's revenue took off like a friggin' rocket ship. It accelerated 76% based on the strategies that Tony taught. And he also taught how to, um, how to compound the, your, 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 um, your profitability. So we not only went up 76%, but we increased our profitability seven times and we earned our way onto the Inc 5000 list, which is um, for the fastest growing privately held businesses in America. And then the next thing I know, I created a testimonial, a thank you, Tony video and, um, and introduced myself. And then at the beginning of the pandemic, I got a phone call. Can Todd, can you teach my teams from now the safety of their home, how to sell remotely using the power of video? And apparently his team was Tony's team was watching what I was teaching on in my social media. And the next thing I know, boom, I'm on the stage teaching his teams. They started crushing it. And then they pushed me out there and said, you've got to do this for other people. And so now I get to do, um, I'm doing like a, maybe an event every month or every other month for Tony. And I'll get to do you unleash the power within next month. And I'm super excited about that. But anyway, long story short, 
Um, it was just the the way that the universe works sometimes. You never know how it's going to work. And um, I'm incredibly grateful for the opportunity to get to work with people like you and help impact your business. Yeah, what an amazing story. And do you know, it's 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 been a whirlwind for us over the last 12 months. Um, in January, I had never done a Tony Robbins event. I'd always intended to, had just never done it. Since then, we've done two UPWs. We've done Business Mastery. I've done Unleash Her Power with In, and all of our audience are laughing at us because every time we do one of these, of course, here in Australia, we're doing it all through the night. So yes. we literally sleep in our office, work all night, work all day and come back and do it all over again. And it's amazing. It's impactful. I love it. It's amazing. The thing I find um, awesome about these things, though, is not just the teaching you get from one individual, it's the amazing breadth of learning you get from yeah. so many different individuals and you being one of those. And that impact um, on your business when you're doing this learning is so powerful. So yeah. I just want to encourage our listeners too, you know, guys, always be learning um, because other people have got so much to teach you. And I think sometimes we get this fear inside that, uh, you know, I I can't be like that person or, you know, we get this comparison thing going and, and so we, we block ourselves off from learning from, you know, their success or their mistakes. And, you know, one of the things that you did so well was share also your challenges as much as your successes like you just have now. Well, I think it's an important part especially when you uh, turn the corner. You know, I lived humiliated and, and ashamed into my 30s. And then I started doing work for Fortune 500 companies and was crushing their projects and companies like Home Depot and, um, and uh, major hospitals and universities and Justin Timberlake. And before I knew it, it was like, maybe you shouldn't be ashamed anymore, dude. Maybe you're supposed to, you know, lift that veil and start helping other people that are behind you that are struggling. Cause somehow I broke through on the other side, but I still have, you know, the opportunity to help other people do it at faster rates. Yeah. So good. Todd, there was something that you said during business mastery and I was literally fist pumping the air as you were talking about this, because I feel like we do not hear this enough. And you were talking about you S2H versus B2B yeah. and B2C. And I really want to speak into this humanizing of content. Do you want to explain a little bit to our listeners what you meant by that? Yeah. It's really interesting, Sam. Tony um, challenged me and he said, I want you to start off your training to my clients, teaching them the digital trends and the psychology of a remote buyer, meaning a buyer that isn't face-to-face -face in front of you, like a buyer that's on Zoom. And a buyer that is, you know, you're communicating via email or off of your website. So in the process of explaining that, um, that, you know, the digital trends and what's going on in a remote buyer's head, it was obvious to me that I also needed to teach the audience about B2B and B2C. So business to consumer and business to business, there have been different methodologies over our entire life. So like as a marketing agency owner, people would come to me and they'd be like, yeah, dude, you sound great and all, but have you ever done anything like this in a B2B context? Or I'd get the flip side and a B2C. And what I've always realized is since the beginning of this, this digital um, transformation, 2004, when people had access to information at their fingertips, we started choosing to go online 
and reviewing companies before we decided who we wanted to meet with or who we wanted to hire. And that became a need of the modern buyer. And because of that psychological need that we all have, where we want to go down a rabbit hole or a journey before we meet with somebody, which is also the result of salespeople sucking for a very long time and us not enjoying the sales experience, because we got access to information, we became 100% in charge. Now, what are the ramifications of that? The ramifications are it's no, there's no longer a business-to-business style of marketing or a business-to-consumer style of marketing. You're just selling to humans because now humans are 100% in charge and they have expectations. And the expectations are that they need the information, and you guys should write this down, to be personalized and relevant to their needs, pain, and frustration. It needs to be on demand when they're ready to learn, not when your salesperson comes back from his latest smoke break, right? Because like that's ridiculous. And the third thing is it needs to be binge-worthy because if you can move people through a binge-worthy buying experience that's on demand and you transfer the right level of emotions and clarity and transformational impact that your product, service, or solution will have, people will be fired up to buy from you, but they need to have the visibility in their head. And that's not a B2C or a B2B need. It is a human need. We, from the rest of our lives, Sam, are in S2H, selling to humans. And the people that master the human needs are the ones that'll crush revenue going forward. Yeah, so good. And one of the things that you mentioned about this was you were talking about uh, stories that suck. I vividly remember you talking about this. You got in there and you got real tough on everyone. I thought this is great. This is exactly what people need to hear because there's always (laughs) this. Actually, I'm going to let you you speak into this because I thought this was brilliant. Well, you know, here I am. And thank you for the compliment. I, I appreciate it. Here here I am. I'm the kid that grew up struggling with attention disorders. So I've spent my life trying to unravel what attention really is. And now I teach the world how to hack the attention of a customer that they think can't focus. But the truth is, people can focus and the problem is, for most businesses, the reason their customers can't focus is their stories just suck. And if you want to get somebody's attention, you just have to be more compelling, more interesting, more relevant to them. And then boom, you've got them. Like if people can't focus, then your couch at home wouldn't have a butt divot where you plant yourself every night, right? You wouldn't have Netflix wouldn't be possible and people wouldn't be spending two hours a night watching Netflix if they had a focus problem. How do people watch Netflix? Easily. Why? Because it's interesting. Transfer that over into your business, make your marketing materials super freaking interesting, and then you've reeled them in. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And one of the things that you really honed in on is how you tell those stories. And I want to get to that in a little moment, but one of the things that I know our audience struggle with is what stories am I supposed to share and how do I, why do people care about my stories? Why would I bring that into my sales process? It's got nothing to do with my product. Right. Can you speak into that for a moment? 
Absolutely. So I think there's uh, two essential videos that every business needs around their product, their service, or their solution. Let's just unpack these together. The first one is a high-level overview, This, which is like, yo, like, what do you do, right? Simple, 90 seconds, two minutes. What do you do? How does this solve problems? Second video is, have you done, it, it answers the, yes, yeah, Sam, this is great, but have you ever done anything like this for somebody like me, which is the number one primary pushback or objection that salespeople experience? And the way that you tackle that is head on. So you create a testimonial story. Now, why stories? Stories are the glue that binds your prospect's attention into your solution. Mm -hmm. And if you tell the stories the right way, it'll be sticky up in their brain and they will carry that story with them forever. Now, here's the deal. People don't remember facts and they don't remember um, big terms. And they also don't remember things like um, data and how it integrates. What they do remember are your stories. Mm -hmm. So the best stories are the ones that are peer to peer. So if you're trying to sell to, Sam, let's say you're, give me a persona group. Give me like somebody that you're trying to sell to. And I'll use that as an example. Uh, let's go a new mum who, uh, is, and you know, this is an, an audience for, uh, sorry, a, a customer for a lot of our audience, uh, a new mum who, um, needs a bit of self-care is, is, um, financially a bit stressed right now and, uh, mm-hmm. time is of the essence. Perfect. That's perfect. So, um, if you have a page on your site, that's devoted to this specific persona group. You will maximize the attention span of the next person that fits that persona group. And what you do is you tell a story from a customer, a client who's raving about how you helped them with their struggling of the frustration of being a mom that's overwhelmed, that has financial burdens. And you tell that story as a hero's journey. It's like, I struggled with, and um, I didn't know what to do. And I experienced the frustration, but I knew I needed to do something because I couldn't go on living the way I'm living right now. Mm. This is called the hero's journey. So once you've identified the hero, now you've got in walks the lovable mentor. Don, don, don. This is your business, right? In and and then I met Sam, and she helped me do X, Y, and Z, which I struggled with for years. And before I knew it, I returned to my life transformed because I overcame that problem. Now this is just the architecture of one of these stories, but the reason it's incredibly compelling is the story is what people pick up. But what makes that story work is peer-to-peer, struggling mom hearing a story from a struggling mom who overcame because of the service or support that was provided to them. And if if I can take two steps back, I work with students that have attention disorders. This goes right in with customers that have attention disorders. Whenever I meet with students, and I, I do this at the University of Arizona, And the first thing, and they have the nation's top center for attention disorder students. First thing I say to kids is like, hey, what do you do? Like, 
what's your jam when you're not here at school? Like, what are you spending your time on? And then they'll tell me something like whatever, you know, it could be video games or Minecraft or whatever they're doing, painting. And then I'll ask them because they have attention disorders. Like, how long can you spend on that? And they'll say something like, well, I could do that all day. I sometimes I forget to drink water. I hear this all the time, Sam. And I'll say, well, do you, are you sure you have an attention disorder or do you just have a selection bias? <laughs> because what I've discovered is people don't have attention disorders. We just have a selection bias. There are things that we prefer to give our attention to. And the way that you sell to somebody is you make it relevant, hyper-relevant. And the more relevant it is to their needs, pain, and frustration, the more attention they will give you when you create it in a story format. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And you've mentioned this a few times now. You've been speaking in a video. You've been talking about utilizing video. We've heard you mention video multiple times. And this was my next question, really where I wanted to take this chat because I feel like video, uh, again, you and I both know how powerful this is. You and I both know the power of getting the story across and connecting with people through video. But I know so many of our audience struggle with this because yes. it's it's that well, there's a confidence uh, issue there. There's a how do I do it issue there. So I want to really speak into this. First of all, Todd, um, can you share with everybody a little bit about what you said at Business Mastery around why video matters so much in your business in, yeah. in multiple different ways and forms? So video is the most powerful tool in the business world, and it will be for the rest of our lives. There'll be no argument about this. Let me explain why. And the reason video has been a underdog all these years can be summed up in one word, bandwidth. But now that bandwidth is available, and when I was at iHeartRadio, I'd look into the data of like 50 to 70 million users, and inside that data, video would get 10 times the results of anything we were doing, and iHeartRadio is audio lovers, mm. right? So- the trick is people prefer video. It is a easy, passive learning mechanism. It's the reason your couch is broken in in one spot. And so um, people are four times more likely to watch video than to read text on your website. When And there's really three things that you're trying to do. Earn attention, transfer knowledge, convert them into customers. Let's just break them down. To earn attention, you already know this, they're four times more likely to watch video. The second thing, transfer knowledge from your big, massive brain right into your prospect's brain, just like that. And when you do it with video, people will retain 95% of the message when they watch it in video compared to only 10% when they read it in text. Text is the historical champion, not because it gets the best results, but because we didn't have available bandwidth. And then when you want to convert them into customers... After watching a product, service, or solution video, people, which is who we're trying to sell to, are 85% more likely to buy. Oh, video is the most powerful tool. So we have to leverage video, but video just by itself is like a piece of content floating in the universe. It needs to be organized and put onto a landing page or a squeeze page or a video sales letter or even a, um, even a journey page. So you can organize how people go through that experience and you can funnel them into a meeting, a purchase, 
a, a download or whatever it might be. Yeah. Awesome. And you spoke about sharing your story earlier via video, and that might be the testimonial video or, um, uh, or, or even I know you, you spoke at Business Mastery about sharing, uh, your pitch via video, which interestingly, uh, and I sent you a little email about this afterwards. Ordinarily, we would send proposals, which most people do via email. You you have spent forever creating this document with the proposal, with all of the details and all the prices, and it takes days and you got to perfect it and check because you don't want people to read something wrong or mistake what you've said. And and you just dropped this great bomb, which was do it via video, explain it. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, how did I not pick up on this sooner? So next day, I had a proposal to get out. It took me all of half an hour to do this thing compared to three days. And instantly we get a phone call. So I just I just want to speak into the fact that you encourage video everywhere because it brings in that human element. And I love that. You just spoke about landing pages, sales pages, journey pages. How about social media? Because this is currently where a lot of our audience are trying to master things for their business. Yes. And right now, I feel like video is being used in one or two ways, but I feel like there's so many missed opportunities there. Would you agree with that? Well, yeah, I think I think video is the tool for the rest of our careers as the way that we humanize our brand. You know, my grandfather used to always tell me when I was a kid, and I thought it was a little overkill, but he would tell me that people do business with people you have relationships with. So you always have to be in the business of developing relationships. And in social media, nothing develops relationships or simulates the relationship feeling better than video. Mm -hmm. So keep figuring out where you can use it and use it on social to like warm up your brand and get people talking about you and add massive value into this world. And I think if you want to get discovered on social media, the best thing you could do is start advocating for your customers. Fight for them. Tell them what they need to learn or what they should look out for. Because if you're helpful, they'll hire you. The helpful person gets hired. In fact, they'll also share your information with a friend or a colleague or a family member that's trying to solve that problem. Video is three times more likely to be shared than any other type of content. And so I believe helpful is the new viral. So if you just start thinking about all these golden pieces of wisdom, Sam, that you provide on a daily basis to people and create one video at a time where you're answering that question, you're going to be surprised like a magnet. You're going to attract people boom, that need you because you're fighting for them. And now they trust you because you're doing it altruistically. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. And something else that you spoke into as well was do just doing simple reach outs. Um, you know, instead of writing that message or sending a text to check in on someone, you actually spoke about just picking the phone up and recording yourself speaking to them. Um, how just, do you mind just chatting about that for a little second? Cause I know you've got some tips to share with us in a sec to do that and do it well, but I think there might be this little internal fear for a lot of people that people don't want to see my face all the time. Can, can we talk about that for a sec? Yeah, they do want to see your face. They want to do, a, they want to do business with a human, Yeah, right? Somebody that's warm and 
is um, not a jerk. They want to they want to know that you're like soft spoken and polite and respectful and that you're comfortable. And so one of the easiest ways that you can do that is you put yourself on camera. And I kind of look at it like if you're uncomfortable getting on camera, then you've put your vanity above your desire and willingness to serve people. And I've had moments in my life where my vanity was out of control. I confided in in um, the room when Sam was there at Business Mastery that um, that the week that Tony reached out to me and I booked six trainings for his 1,500 employees, 100 plus companies. I booked this, this six weeks of training. It was every other week throughout the whole summer, the first summer of the pandemic. And then before I fulfilled my very first training, my dermatologist in the States opened up and I went to the dermatologist and found out I had skin cancer right here. You can see this lighter spot in the center of my nose and on the side here. And I had to get my nose rebuilt. I had three surgeries and it takes 12 weeks for it to get reconstructed. But I told the I, I told my wife, I'm going to have to delay my reconstruction and my surgeries because I don't want to do my Tony Robbins trainings. This is my moment. I don't want to be introduced to my mentor and his team with my face all bad bandaged up looking like um like a circus clown or something. And uh, And my wife got to me and she said, dude, you're off balance. You've got to put your desire and willingness to serve people above your vanity. Get out there and serve people, bro. And amazing things will happen. And you know what happened? My wife was right yet again because I started doing my my training. And um, right when they introduced me, I stepped on camera. I like allowed myself to not be on camera till boom, I stepped out on stage. And then I'm wrapped up with the, the ear where they took the skin from my nose and my nose is covered. And instantly the audience started celebrating me being vulnerable in front of them. Now you did unleash her power within, correct? With KK. Yeah. And so KK is a dear friend. KK is Carissa Kuches is Tony Robbins's top national speaker. And so do you know how I knew that I made the right decision following my wife's advice? It was when I was looking at the Zoom audience and I stepped out and started talking to them and I told them that I was going through skin cancer and my nose was being reconstructed and KK, God love her, threw her arms in the air in the crowd and was celebrating me being vulnerable in front of them. And that is a magnet. Put yourself out there. Your desire and willingness to serve should lead everything. And when you do that, amazing things happen, but you have to be willing to get out of your own way. Yeah. Oh, you just gave me chills. It is such an important thing and such a powerful message for for everyone to remember. And guys, people don't connect with perfection. They connect with real. And I just love that so much. That's so powerful. And by the way, that wife of yours sounds like an incredible woman. I like her already and I haven't even met her. So I just want to, I just want to throw it out there and say good on her for getting behind you like that because wow. Now video, there's, this is something that again, comfort zone for a lot of people, particularly the solopreneurs, which 
uh, is is majority of our audience are solopreneurs and they are people finding their way in their business uh, on their own for the most part. And uh, a lot of them want to know, how do I do good video? Now, we do a lot of trainings around this, but I love the way that you spoke about the simplicity of getting a really great quality video from your mm. mobile phone that you can do in a couple of seconds. Would you mind sharing a few of your tips with everyone, Todd? Yeah, I'd be happy to. I Look, I just think we are so fortunate to be living in this time with the technology that's in all of our pockets. When I was a young journalist and Clear Channel Communications would send me as a rapid response reporter to breaking national news all over the US, and I'd get deployed in at a presidential debate or an inauguration or the World Trade Center or whatever it was, I would be sent with a briefcase that weighed a zillion pounds and I'd have to plug it in and it was a little traveling broadcast studio. And now each and every one of you owns one in your pockets. So what I like to do first thing is I like to show people that this camera on the front, this little selfie camera is the one you're going to record with. But the first thing you need to do is wipe that lens clean because you know where it's been. And it's probably got makeup or schmutz or whatever on it. And you need to make sure that grease is off that. Then I want you to, and Sam, you might want to do this with me when you take your phone, by the way, is your phone right there with you? Of course. I'm a human. (laughs) That means your prospect's phone is also right there next to them. And the fastest way to interact with them is phone to phone. So what I do is I lift up my phone to eye level. And when I get it to eye level, I go, boom, because I, I look my best at eye level. And so do you and everyone else. And don't shoot up at yourself. Mm-hmm. Like nobody wants to look up your nose. It's the only person that wants to look up your nose is your ear, nose and throat doctor. Like cut that out, right? Like this, boom, hand, yep. hold it like this, pinky underneath. I yep. call this the Kung Fu grip. Right. And then practicing this one, <laughs> your thumb If I turn my camera on, your thumb is your start-stop button. Boom, 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 boom. Because Lord knows if you do a great video, it isn't going to happen in the first take. All right? So change expectations. You record. Keep it at eye level. Select the right background. Like, look at my background. Like, the human eye craves depth. Mm -hmm. So instead of pushing yourself up against a wall and feeling all awkward... Give yourself something with depth and just keep that area clean and professional. Like the worst thing you could do is spend the time to get the video right. But the back is a disaster because people are going to say, are you going to manage my money and my project the way you're managing this chaos back there? Right. right So we think about the messages and if, um, and when you, when you are using the, when you're recording into the video, You are looking into the camera. So point to where the camera is, Sam. Not where your face will be when you're doing the the selfie video, but where the camera is. And if you're on an iPhone, it's where this green little dot is. Look at that dot, right? And that's where your eyes should be because people trust people who make eye contact. And anybody who's ever gone on a date with somebody who doesn't make eye contact realizes (laughs) how disappointing it is to interact with somebody who isn't comfortable enough to look into the lens. So as Tony Robbins would say, repetition is the mother of skill. Give yourself lots of freaking reps, looking into that lens, connecting human to human and adding value into people's lives. Yeah. I love that. So easy. And do you know, um, I mean, we, 
we do a lot of video and uh, I am constantly <laughs> trying to figure out how to, you know, and, and holding the phone, not a problem, but holding the phone so you can get to the on-off button, no problem, stop, start. You're not hitting any volume buttons by accident and doing all the crazy right. things. Such a simple solution. I love it. So I called it the Gorilla Grip. You call it the Kung Fu Grip. Either way, <laughs> it's a really easy way to hold your phone. So I just encourage you guys. I did actually show everyone this inside of our accelerator group yesterday. And I had a bunch of people just went, wow, that was so much easier to do. So um, I love that. But eye level, so, so powerful and looking at that green dot. Yeah, um, don't look at your face on screen because then you're going to yeah. be sucked right into all of your own mental issues, your limiting beliefs. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. And then we're going to start manufacturing our face so yeah. it looks better and puff out and our lips. And then you can't think anything smart. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> it's And the thing is that it's transparent, right? Your audience knows when you're not being you. It, they yeah. can smell. I, I like to say they smell the cell. They, even if you're trying to sell yourself, they smell that. They know you're not being genuine. So just don't look at yourself. Show up. Just like Todd said, I love the fact that you totally changed your state as well. Just as you did that, you picked the phone up and you changed your state as soon as you grabbed it and pulled yes. it up in front of your face. Guys, get yourself, we talk about having a game on song, get yourself ready, get yourself pumped and record a video that's you. And it, it could be, I, I love the idea. For me, when you said, you know, send a video proposal rather than a written proposal, to me, when you connect with someone, we do uh, weekly um, reach outs as part of our, um, uh, our mentoring program. And so we sit down and we actually do relationship building as part of, a, you know, a, a business strategy. And one of the things we're encouraging people to do is voice notes and video instead of sending messages because it's real, it's human. So guys, try. Instead of a, a proposal for business, you are your business. You are your proposal. Pick the phone up and talk to the camera. Say hello and, uh, and chat with somebody. They know it was made just for them. You didn't copy and paste that. And um, it's so much more personal. So such a powerful message, Todd. Thank you so much Thank for sharing you. that. I love it. Yeah, my pleasure. Now, Todd, I know that um, you just mentioned as well showing someone you care through video and you've talked about eye contact. Have you got any other tips for, for showing someone you care utilizing video? Yeah, I think you've got to be – I think there are three keys. And there are three keys to showing somebody on video that you just absolutely care for them and you've prioritized them. And I'll break them down really quickly. The first one is eye contact. The second one is sincerity. Mm -hmm. Now, sincerity lives right here in the heart. This is where it is born. And when you connect with your heart first, then you have to adjust your vocal tones. Like my vocal tones right now in this conversation with you are, has mostly been soft. I believe soft tonality is appropriate when I was a broadcaster and I'd get all big into my, hi, and thank you for joining me right here, News Talk 550 KFYI. Like that's nonsense because I need to relate to one person and that is I want them to lean in. If I get all big and broadcasty and try to make my voice sound perfect, they're going to lean back because it's overpowering. So instead, take your heart to your vocal tones and soften them. It should be rounded, not jagged, the tonality that's coming out. 
and then connect your tone to your smile, to your cheeks, and to your eyes. And once you connect all these elements, now you've warmed up your moneymaker and you can get on camera and be sincere and genuine with people and they will feel it. Because at the end of the day, we will do business with people that we know love and trust. Like isn't good enough anymore. It's no love and trust. And the love part happens when you connect all those elements together and they get the sense of what you're really communicating, which is your desire and willingness to serve them. Love it. So good. That's so good. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, Todd, you've got some resources as well that are available for our listeners if they want to tap into that. Where can they find those? Thank you. I'm a big believer that you can spend your entire career struggling and not have a map on where to go. And it makes me incredibly sad to hear people spinning their wheels and redoing things and so on. So I created a simple scorecard where you can score yourself in two and a half minutes. And it's based on the principles that I teach from stage or in my videos or my book that's coming out. And these principles, in two and a half minutes, you can go through and answer these questions. And at the end, I'll reveal to you where you your company has gaps in your predictable revenue model. So I've developed this like this um this pr- this pr- proven process, too many Ps, Todd, a proven process to predictable revenue and um in and so I'll show you is it your website and what area that has that need you need to work on first? Is it your sales and in what area that you need to optimize or is it your ads and targeting your target customer? And everybody can get access to it. It is free and you can get access to it at wirebuzz, W-I-R-E-B-U-Z-Z.com forward slash score. And I highly recommend you submit, get your answers, and now you're going to know what to work on first so you could start convincing and converting in less time, which is the whole goal. Awesome. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. So people can grab that link there too. Thank you so much. That was, uh, that's really generous of you to provide that. And that is a completely free, um, uh, resource. I've jumped in and done that. It's amazing. I highly recommend that you guys get in and check that out. I can see a huge amount uh, of work and passion has gone into that. So thank you for providing that for people, Todd. Now, you just mentioned something, and I didn't know if I was allowed to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up because you said it. You mentioned you've been writing a book. I did. Can you tell us? Oh, you guys should know that I probably spent way too long on the book. And it is, um, it's called Accelerating Yes. It is not out in bookstores yet. Mm-hmm. But it, my work is officially finished, thank God. And um, and so Accelerating Yes will teach you how to create effortless buying experiences. Yep. It's a smushing of marketing and sales for solopreneurs and even enterprise-level companies on what they need to do in order to accelerate the path to yes. And it is my obsession that once we get these pieces in place, and I go across the five zones of optimizing your business to influence your prospects and your existing clients. And once you've optimized it, revenue goes through the roof. Like for example, I've got a client, a $2 billion company that followed my strategies and I went and trained their entire organization 
And within 12 months, they had their highest revenue in 14 years. Wow. I did another company and I trained them and helped them deploy their tactics. And then 90 days after it went live and their training took place, their revenue went up 31%, equaling $119 million in new deals. Like this is the real deal in optimizing your business. This isn't smoke or mirrors. Uh, I got to do this for Tony's businesses and um, and it works for solopreneurs brilliantly. In fact, maybe even faster for a solopreneur because they don't have all that institutional you know, waste that they've got to slug through in order to get stuff happen. A solopreneur can do it like this. Yep. Awesome. All right. So when can we expect this amazing book to come out? Uh, I'm, I'm hearing uh, January of 2023. And then but if you do sign up for the scorecard, wirebuzz.com forward slash score, I think in the drip sequence, I'm not sure, but I believe that you could get a free access to it before it's released in bookstores. So I highly recommend filling out that scorecard. And if it doesn't give you access to the book, just hit me up or somebody on my team and we'll get you it. So good. Get onto that, guys, for sure. I can't wait. This sounds amazing. Yep. And a uh, couple of fun questions for you, Todd, just before we wrap up. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? I think it's flying because it's amazing, first of all, and you could do a lot more, get a lot more accomplished. And so flying would be, yep, final answer, flying. Love it. That's it. I, it'd have to be the most common answer I've got to say since COVID, just quietly. Really? <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants so, to get away. Yeah, everyone wants to. Well, they they want to be able to travel, and and now of course we can. But you know, I, I think it's that people just love traveling. They missed it. They love it. I they do. want to get back to it without the hassle, right? So, uh, your quote of the moment. What's your favorite quote right now? So I'm a big fan of quotes, and they rattle in my head, and I use them as inspiration to get next level. I've got two. One is there's a term called "can I." constant and never-ending improvement. Mm -hmm. The only place you're allowed to get stuck in, in your life, is can I? Constant and never-ending improvement. You can't get stuck in depression. You can't get stuck in uh, being lethargic or um, having a poor attitude. It is all can I all the time. And if you get yourself there and you plant yourself in constant, never ending improvement, you will grow tremendously, but it's always about KMF keep moving forward. So please plant yourself in can I, and the next quote is, this is the quote that helped get me through not being able to read or not being able to read out loud. And then I became a talk show host where I was reading out loud every day. So the quote is, you will be rewarded in public for what you intensely practice and refine in private. Mm. So I couldn't read. So I would read a, one article out of the newspaper, out of the sports page as a kid. And then it became two articles. And then before I knew it, it became the whole newspaper. And then the next thing I knew, I'm on the air live and people are handing me news to read cold. And I would have been terrified doing that, but I intensely practiced and refined in private so I could be rewarded in public. Yeah, that is such a powerful one. I'm really glad that you picked that one. It's one of my favorites too. Yes. And the very last question of the day, Todd, probably my favorite question is this. If you could go back in time and say yeah. one thing to your past self, what would that be? 
Cut it out. <laughs> Stop believing you have to be a certain age before people will take you seriously. Or you've got to have, um, you know, certain types of street cred. Just do it and serve people. Like I was a talk show host at 26, but everybody else was 42 in, you know, before they were, they could be a talk show host. But I, even though I did that at an early age, I still built limiting beliefs around myself. Cut it out. Like get the hell out of your own way, dude, and get out there and start serving people because I've always had the ability to communicate. What held me from, from reaching the biggest stages until I got later on in my life was me holding me back. So let me bring that full circle to everybody. What chain do you have that's keeping you from opening up your wings and soaring? Because there's something amazing that you're supposed to do here on earth to help serve people. And the thing that's keeping you is nobody else. Like people keep thinking there's like a um, you know, a wizard at the end of the of the golden road, the golden brick road, the yellow brick road that's gonna like give them the keys to the kingdom. It's not. Here it is. Your desire and willingness to serve people. Can you elevate your value and your information so high that they can't ignore you? And in doing so, you kick the gate open. You are the gatekeeper, and you have this choice right now to determine. Which part of you is going to win this chapter in your life? Is it the one that's going to sit back and allow other people to determine when you ascend? Or are you just going to open up your wings and soar? Be so good they can't ignore you and don't quit before your miracle. Oh, such a good finisher. I love it. So good, Todd. And do you know, I've got to say, I get, I love it when I ask that question and people get really passionate. Like I, like as they're really talking to their past self right now. So good. I hope you guys soaked all that in because that was awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Todd, thank you so much. I know you are flat out busy. You've got so much on the go, um, but we so appreciate you taking this time out um, and uh, and serving our audience uh, and taking this time out to chat with me. I feel really pl- privileged and blessed to have you here today. So thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. It really is. And for anybody that needs more Todd in your life, and quite honestly, how could you not? Don't hesitate to follow up on any of the social medias and follow me. I'd love to be a part of your life and love to guide you along the way. Awesome. And I can't recommend enough. If you haven't checked out Business Mastery, get in there, head to UPW, one of the Tony Robbins events, and you'll see uh, Todd Strutner's stuff out there. And uh, (laughs) he's awesome. So again, thank you so much. And thanks as well to our beautiful listeners for tuning in uh, today again. We love you all. Take care of yourselves this week and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye for now. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.